Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the 31st Scottish Field podcast, released a couple of days later than usual, on Friday, December the 10th, 2021. Thanks for joining us today. My name's Kenny Smith and I'm the web editor of Scottish Field. And over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be telling you all about our latest issue, as well as meeting our guests from the Adventure Syndicate. And yes, that is an intriguing name. Every month, Scottish Field brings you the best of all things Scottish. Heritage, interiors, antiques, gardens, wildlife, motoring, whiskey and country news, as well as interviews with famous Scots names. In our January 2022 edition, we look at the extraordinary aerial photographs taken by World War I reconnaissance pilot, Captain Alfred G. Buckham. And we also have five famous Scots giving us their highlights of 2021. Yes, there were some, believe it or not. And their New Year's resolutions for 2022. We meet TikTok sensation Conich McLeod, who shares a taste of Hebridean life with his new cookbook. And it's Scottish Fields Quiz of the Year, which means it's time to gather the troops for our end of year pub quiz. In other features, we learn that Rule Britannia was the work of a Scots poet named James Thompson, who was responsible for the lyrics of the famous patriotic song. Prodigious wildlife artist Mouse McPherson reveals a lifelong love affair with the magnificent West Coast, and we learn that Cairngorm's wildflowers are under threat. But could a new initiative save them? We meet the current custodians of Branklin Gardens, who are continuing the work of renowned plantswoman Dorothy Renton, and our mystery diner makes the pilgrimage north to visit Mara Restaurant at Link's House Hotel in Dornach, and he is delighted by what he finds. In our regular columns, Alexander McCall Smith writes of his unusual way to achieve a zen-like state of mind. Quality broadsheets are a thing of the past, and Guy Grief couldn't be more disappointed. Fiona Armstrong's beloved new pooch appears to have developed attention deficit syndrome, there might be more to low salmon counts than we think, according to keen angler Michael Wigan. And our whisky guru, Blair Bowman, is encouraged by the developments being made in distilleries to increase disabled accessibility. And in motoring, we find the Aston Martin DBX lives up to expectations, featuring enough mod cons to suit any James Bond wannabe. That's definitely me. All this and much more is in the latest issue of Scottish Field, priced £4.75. To find out more and how to subscribe, just visit www.scottishfield.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. So it's time to meet our guests this week, Alice Lempkis and Philippa Batty from the Adventure Syndicate, who are going to tell us about their adventure to recreate the 1936 cycling and hosteling holiday of Mary Harvey. As part of their 90th anniversary celebrations, and in support of Scotland's Year of Stories 2022, Hostelling Scotland have teamed up with the Adventure Syndicate, who are a group of female adventurers and storytellers who promote mental and physical well-being through their outdoor endeavours to recreate an epic 500-mile cycle and youth hostelling adventure. The original two-week, two-wheeled holiday was carried out by 17-year-old hosteler Mary Harvey from Shots in North Lanarkshire and her two older sisters, Ella and Jean. This epic journey, which began in Glasgow, 
saw the women exploring the North West Highlands, Skye, Highland Perthshire and Stirlingshire, which was all documented in Mary's diary. Now, the route has been partly followed and partly improvised upon in the 21st century by a trio of cyclists from the Adventure Syndicate, Lee Craigie, Alice Lemkis and Philip Abati. They set out from the Glasgow Youth Hostel on their own seven-day, 500-mile on- and off-road cycling adventure, an appreciation of the Hardy sisters' incredible cycling trip. So, it's time to hear all about it. I'm Alice Lemkis. I ride with the Adventure Syndicate, which is why we're talking to you today. Do all sorts of associated long distance cycling, on-road and off-road. Just getting into racing myself, but more inclined to silly adventures with friends. When I'm not doing that, I'm doing a full-time PhD, so plenty of time around it to do lots of cycling challenges. And I'm Philippa Bassi, also ride with the Adventure Syndicate. And yeah, similar to Alice, we like silly adventures <laughs> and also um, do a bit of the, the racing, long distance racing as well. And um, yes, while I'm not riding bikes, I'm trained as an architect and live in my little cabin in the woods. Fabulous. <laughs> well, welcome to the Scottish Field podcast. Thank you. Could you maybe tell us a little bit about what the Adventure Syndicate is for those who aren't aware? <laughs> <laughs> what is the Adventure Syndicate? The Adventure Syndicate is a, uh, a, a collective of individual, primarily female riders and adventurers who sort of, by example, try and sort of inspire and encourage others to sort of do the same and, and try and sort of get across the benefits of being in the outdoors, riding bikes, going on adventures and what that can do for you, for your sort of your mental and your physical health and all those associated things. And I was completely add more to that. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> so it's directed by Lee Craigie and Phil and I are two people that do the kind of riding challenges and adventures, which is one part of what the Adventure Syndicate does. And then there's another part which involves more, I guess, outreach work. So working with primarily young girls and taking them on expeditions and doing the kind of inspiring, encouraging and enabling in a uh, like project-based way. So Phil and I are like, you know, on one, one side of the Adventure Syndicate and there's all sorts of other stuff going on that we're also not a part of. So Phil, how did the whole trip to Scotland come about and recreating this route around the hostels? Well, actually, it happened that me, um, Alice and Lee were all together at the time. And Lee had received an email explaining this, this journey that three sisters had taken in the 1930s and uh, whether Lee knew two others who might want to, along with her, try and recreate this route where they had they stayed in hostels along the way. So it was in, in collaboration with Hostelling Scotland to promote sort of cycling as sustainable travel while also using hostels as, as bases to sort of promote those two things together. So, I mean, me and Alice were, <laughs> we were game. <laughs> and so it sort of went from there. And then, yeah, we were, we were um, asked to sort of loosely create this route where they, they began in Glasgow, but given sort of relative free reign to put our own modern day sort of spin on it, which is where the sort of off-roading came into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alice, had you done many cycles in Scotland before? Yeah, I live, so I live, <laughs> I live in Scotland, so I'm I'm often found by cycling in Scotland. 
My, my first trip was the North Coast 500 actually, uh, years ago, uh, and that was my first taste of what cycle touring is like and what cycle touring in a beautiful place is like. And I was hooked ever since and eventually moved up here from London. And yeah, do, I do all sorts of riding around here, riding and racing and multi-day trips, more and more off-road. So yeah, there's, there's always more to discover. And we did a lot of the route on this trip I'd never done before, so it was a real treat. Yeah, whereabouts are you based? I'm in Aboyne at the moment. Oh yes, a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's quite an exciting route, having had a look at it, and quite a good mixtures of terrains. And I'd imagine that it was quite an interesting ride for you. Uh, yes, um, I mean Lee, Lee being the the, the sort of local, um, she put most of the route together, which means that me and Alice always know we're in for a treat. So yeah, we 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 tried to take in as much off-road as possible because that's what we enjoy doing sort of getting off the the more direct roads and taking those paths less traveled because that's where we tend to have more fun so and also with with the bikes that we have we, we have a sort of slight advantage to imagine what mary and her sisters had in 1936 being able to actually take them off-road although still always requires a fair bit of, of pushing and, and hiker bike um, so we, yeah, we set up from Glasgow and then headed up the West Highland Way along uh, Loch Lomond on a very um, wet and blustery day um, where Alice was sort of repeatedly calling the ferry to check if we'd be able to cross over. Um, otherwise, Lee had told us if the ferry wasn't coming, we would be doing one of the worst bits of hike bikes she'd ever done, which is saying a lot from Lee. But thankfully, the, the, the ferry sort of came in rocking. Um, and we managed to get in and hop over onto the, um, the west side of Lot Lomond and then head on up to Cray and Larrick, where we stayed that night. And then from there, <laughs> thinking Alice. We went from Cray and Larrick up uh, to Glencoe, didn't we? So we followed. Oh, yes, via ferries over to Ardnamurkin. No, that was the day after. So we, we just went to on the continuing on the West Highland Way, and then we were on to the and following the Highland Trail route as well. So this was off road almost the whole way across Rannoch Moor into Glencoe oh, via yes. the double staircase into Kinloch Leven. And we stayed in the hostel in Glencoe then. And then we did a bit of ferry hopping the next day through to Fort William. Yeah. And, and then oh. head through Kintail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we eventually made it to Skye didn't we? And that was absolutely stunning. I had never been to Sky before, so that was one of the like bucket lists that I'd ticked off. And the, the track that we took through Sky was um, through to Sleerken on a on a definite footpath. The two Coolins, we were sandwiched right between them and there was eagles and there were bellowing stags and the sun was setting and it was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, that was a real highlight, I think. Yeah. I was going to say, what sort of wildlife did you see along the way? And it's quite incredible what you can come across, isn't it? Just that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, well, I think that time of year with the, the stags, I mean, we were hearing the bellowing stags. They're obviously much, much harder to spot, but you were sort of constantly aware of their presence. Um, and then there was one when we were heading over to, to Torridon uh, off-road, and there was just this, this, this stag that was just sort of standing at the top of the coal completely unfazed by us being there um, and we had the photographer that was sort of like inching closer and closer and um, it was just one of those sort of those magical moments where it was just this sort of mutual trust uh, and he was sort of as you know interested in us as we were in him and then you know eventually he scarfed but 
yeah, that was a sort of pretty special moment. There were some really nice moments of stillness, weren't there? In between our kind of like, our aims and objectives to keep moving forward and get to the next hostel and things. Um, it was the wildlife and the scenery that just made us stop in our tracks every now mm. and again. At, the, at, the, at that time of year, the colours on the hillsides were just absolutely mad. Like every colour of red and yellow made it yeah, all worth it in spite of the changeable weather. <laughs> what were your personal highlights, Alice? Personal highlights. I mentioned that day through Sky. And that was a highlight in terms of the scenery was just totally awesome and also moving moving well as a, as a group and a team. I think the three of us um, have ridden together so much that now we just work really well together. So traveling through really awkward terrain where there's lots of walking, we're all kind of taking it at different paces, but having a real sense of kind of sharing that experience in a really, really lovely way. Yeah, that was, a def that was a definite highlight for me and taking the time to stop and, and brew a coffee. They were highlights and evenings in the hostel, I think, like usually we're riding until midnight and then sleeping on the side of a road. But <laughs> it's very rare that we'll actually kind of take on some luxury and a hostel for us is total luxury. So being able to have an evening together and, you know, drink a few beers and just decompress. People should do that more often. Up <laughs> <laughs> a holiday. It sounds great to me. What about yourself, Phil? What were the outstanding moments for you? Yeah, as, as, I suppose as a, a sort of as Alice was was saying, like it is so nice. We're all the three of us are all quite happy riding on our own, but actually, when you find people who you can you can ride with, and it really you know brings a lot more to to what you're doing that companionship. And um, we seem to have sort of found our. I think we've all we've always had a good like rhythm together where we yeah it's just a, a really nice experience and all, all the ones Alice said I'm like yeah that was that was brilliant but actually one one moment when we were heading down to the Rattigan hostel which is an ama amazing setting and we'd actually stopped we made that sort of, we were we were freezing and wet and we went past a pub and stopped because we're like we have to warm up and then you forget that when you leave the pub you're it's then like 10 times as cold as it was when you when you went into the pub and then the it was it was just getting dark and this ride this descent down through the kintail mountains yeah is it the, the five sisters um where you could just sort of see their silhouettes because actually riding at night or in darkness can often be, I mean, it's often a, a more sort of surreal experience, but it can be very peaceful. So that's that would probably be one of the sort of like standout moments for me as well. I was just remembering the wild swims as well, Phil. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had a couple of uh, spontaneous dips uh, in inclement weather, <laughs> which was <laughs> yes. captured on photograph and film. Phil's always up for it and she's just very friendly to join her. Just just in our pants and helmets. Uh, <laughs> halfway up of the Yellow on the way over to Glen Torridon. In the rain, bit miserable, but you know, we knew we'd we were already wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were I suspect that that's something that uh, your predecessors in the roots perhaps may not have done quite as much, but it must. Well, no, I think they they did, but they were they were um, they were on holiday in July, and it was it was funny compare. We were, each day we sort of compare their diary entries with with our experience, and 
And they were talking about, you know, the scorching sun and, and, and getting sunburn and having to cool off in rivers. And we, <laughs> we were just you know, getting into uh, hostels and, and throwing all our stuff into drying rooms, hoping it might be dry by the morning. Oh, that's amazing. That's brilliant. So if anybody's looking for information about the group, where can they go to find out more? About the Adventure Syndicate? Yes. So we have a website, which must be theadventuresyndicate.com. <laughs> if you think it's the Adventure Syndicate, that's where you'll find it. Our biggest presence is probably on Instagram, and that's where all the beautiful photos uh, that Matchek took are, are all on there, along with our stories to accompany it. And we've also got a few articles coming out as well, I think, in bikepacking.com magazine. But yeah, in Instagram or our website would be where to get the information. And then there should be a, a short film coming out yeah. early next year when um, Matchek, who was travelling with us, was being a, an amazing photographer, filmmaker and cycling companion. <laughs> doing it all seemingly, yeah, without effort. Um, and he's, he's currently editing the film, which should be out early, early next year, so get to actually see you know, where, we, where we went. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> Huge thanks to Alice and Phil for their time. And as they said, you can find out more about The Adventure Syndicate at www.theadventuresyndicate.com. And for more details about Hostelling Scotland, their website is www.hostellingscotland.org.uk. Talking of all things online, you can follow Scottish Field on our social media. We have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Scottish Field. You can find us on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Scottish Field. Or you can see our Instagram page at www.instagram.com forward slash Scottish Field Mag. That's M-A-G at the end. And of course, you can pop by our website, www.scottishfield.co.uk, which contains unique content that you won't find in the print magazine, daily book reviews, daily properties, loads of news and features, as well as links to purchase the magazine online in physical and digital formats. That's all we've got time for this week, but we'll be back next time with Scots composer Blair Mowat telling us about the big TV production he's musically scored for this Christmas and was recorded in Glasgow. Be seeing you!